0: Danny Mack is standing by. Danny does so many great things for the St. Louis community as a St. Louisan through and through and was at the Swing for Impact event last night over at Top Golf for Adam Wainwright's foundation and Dan I wanted to start this morning by saying good morning and great work last night.
1: Well I appreciate it thank you and, and thanks to uh, you guys being there and thanks to Adam and all the players to come out and uh it truly make a difference. I, I've seen it firsthand what he's doing and it's uh it's amazing and uh It's not just here in St. Louis, but really it is worldwide. But the uh, effect that he's had, a tremendous effect on so many kids um, to to – provide food you know kids that are going hungry that uh he's putting food in their bellies so it's pretty amazing what he's doing here in town
2: it really is dan and, and one thing you touched upon last night was oliver Marmol being there and the job that he's done thus far with the cardinals we saw this weekend that he removed harrison bader from the game after not hustling to his full capabilities i thought that was an interesting message that he was sending but i, I just want to hear from you what do you think about the job that ollie's done so far for the cardinals in his rookie season
1: well, I think he's been really good, and I think this weekend was a probably a public example of uh, what he is expecting from his players, which is, uh, you know, you got to put out the effort, and and believe me, the the Harrison Bader thing um, is, I, I think publicly it really catches your attention, and it caught Harrison's attention too, and he handled it like a complete pro, and so did Ollie. But um, to the greater point is that behind the scenes, he's very direct with his players. And so there's a lot of things that, that maybe the fans and even media don't hear about, but he'll just say, look, you know, you, you're, this is the expectation. I manage or I'm I'm paid to win games, and that's what I'm going to try to do and do it to the best of my ability. And you're paid to hit or you're paid to run or you're paid to throw or whatever the case may be, and you do it to the best of your ability. And really, that's the expectation. And he's very direct about that and honest with players. So his honesty is what I believe players want. They may not always want to hear it and how it comes out and how it's presented to them. However, if a manager or a coach is honest, I think that's what professional athletes want. I really do. And and that's what he does. And he's put guys in positions to win. And let's face it, I think their bullpen has been a little short-handed at times this year. But he's found a way to navigate through it, especially on this most recent road trip. It wasn't easy Um, coming out of five games in four days in Chicago, which is always it just wears you out. It's just a tough place to play. And uh, got through that. They had the tough series with Tampa could have won two out of three instead they get swept and then they take two out of three this weekend and i talked to ollie for a long time last night he was sitting at our bay and i had my son and two of his buddies there who were more worried about trying to win the event instead of (laughs) meeting players but that's what you get out of you know 13 year old kids so it was kind of fun but anyway ollie sat there and was we were talking about that and uh, and just, hey, he he really wanted to win yesterday. He said, man, we got to win that game. That's one we got to win. And uh, that's the way he is, man. So I, I just, you know, to answer your question, kind of long winded here, Michelle he's he's just direct, he's honest and I think he's really good at what he does and, and I, I think we're in, in store for a really fun summer, I do think that
0: And Dan, fans will like hearing that uh, what you just said And I, I said to Ali, I said, man, you just keep winning two out of three, two out of three, two out of three he said, well, three out of three would be nice and <laughs> yeah. so, uh, those of us that have always because Tony was always about the series right? Tony, it, right. Not that Tony disliked winning, uh, sweeping a series but Tony was always happy to, to win a series it doesn't seem to me like Ali is satisfied with just winning a series?
1: You know, it really took me back, Randy. We were in Pittsburgh, and they had a situation like this. I think it was in Pittsburgh, guys, but... um he said he was going to treat the the game like um, uh, you know game seven of the World Series on a Sunday afternoon. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. He goes, this is where you you know you build up these wins, and then all of a sudden you look back on your season in September when guys are run down and maybe you're struggling or whatever, and you picked up that win in April or May, and you say, man, that felt really good, and it's helping us now. So th- those are the kind of games that he really wants, and I, I think from the the standpoint of just looking at the ball game yesterday they got into the Reds' bullpen, and that that to me was the whole key to the series because the Reds, the three guys that they threw at the Cardinals were really good. Um, Castillo was great on Friday. You looked at Hunter Green on, on Saturday, and that kid is going to be just awesome before it's all said and done. And then yesterday uh, was Ashcraft, and he's been throwing really, really well. So the key was just getting into the bullpen, and if you get into the bullpen, you probably would have a chance to win, and they did. They came, you know, they were very close but the Oviedo home run allowed in the eighth came back to haunt them. Uh, Hudson had a couple of walks that came around to score. He had a little just the one inning where his his control wasn't all that great, and it came back to cost him. But uh, certainly that's one that you you wish you would have won and and gotten the sweep, but it didn't happen, and now – Uh, you got a Pittsburgh team coming in that's reeling as well, so you got to take care of business starting tonight.
0: Hey Dan, I want to come back to communication with players because I have reached the opinion and I want to see if you share this opinion, that it really has become the most important aspect of managing. With with the way the players are now, getting them to play hard and communicating with them is more important than the X's and O's because bullpen management is taken care of before the game ever starts. You don't have to worry about pinch hitting because you've got the DH. the X's and O's of baseball are pretty much delineated for every manager now. So I think the best managers are going to be the guys that a lead and b communicate well with their players and get the most out of them.
1: So uh, I would say this, Randy, that uh, if you're going to be a good manager, you got to do the X and O's, but you got to have the Jimmy and Joes. Yep. So yeah, you know, meaning you got to have the players, right? And so um, I'm with you. I think the bullpen management, though, is the the really the hard part for the job from like being in between the white lines, so from that aspect of it, bullpen management is really tough because you're trying to win the now, you're trying to win that game, but then you're also thinking ahead, and so you, you saw a lot of that going on this last uh, this last week, uh, especially in Chicago with how they were able to navigate through covering innings and trying to keep guys fresh going into Tampa. And I would say probably the same thing is going to happen now with Zach Thompson going tonight Mm -hmm. versus the Major League start, and then you're going to have Libertor going um, in Game 1 tomorrow in the heat of the day. Um, So that part of it is the tough part. I, I also think with a manager, you're right, 100%. The communication of just being open and honest with your players, having that free dialogue to go back and forth is very, very important. Um, the office, the front office uh, relationship with the manager has got to be good now because of many of the things that you said and so many things are being uh, given to them from an analytical standpoint of, okay, here's probabilities, here's uh, matchups, here's what the spin rate tells you, this guy's not great with this spin. I mean, all those things are there. Um, But ultimately, it, it does come down to what we always talk about in life and business and family, whatever, friendships. Communication, you know, and being trying to be open and honest with those that you're trying to lead. And again, I, I think that Ali does a really good job with that. Really good job.
2: Uh, Dan it's Dad's Week here on 101 ESPN and you wear a lot of hats you're the Cardinals broadcaster you're an MC like we saw last night but one of my favorite things about you Dan is when you used to come and do the show with Randy and I on Thursday and Friday you always had stories about your kids you would come in and you'd just be like it's a gong show at all (laughs) all times and uh, one of the hats you wear best is that of dad so I know you have a lot going on Dan but uh, just how do you balance being a dad of four having all these animals at your house and being the Cardinals broadcaster I just I'm in awe of how you balance it?
1: Well, I have a great wife and <laughs> she's amazing. I mean, I, I'm telling you, she's, I don't know how she keeps it all together. Um, Ali and I were actually talking about that last night. He's like, man, it's great. You know, you brought your little guy out here. I said, yeah, I just don't see him enough. And it's uh, part of the job. I mean, we I, we call this a job, right? What I do, I, this is all I ever wanted to do. I love what I do. I don't really consider it a job and I really truly believe that. I mean, I'm, I'm so blessed to do this, but if you had to take an aspect of it that is kind of tough, it's being away from your kids, and especially at this time in their lives um, when they're really act I have very active kids and that play sports and stuff like that, and I miss a lot. And so... My wife is able to somehow balance it. For instance, she got on a plane this morning at at four o'clock and took my one daughter to a tournament somewhere in the country. I don't know where they're going. And um, I have to go to a swim thing today at 11, and I got another guy going to do something else, I think soccer practice or something, and then I don't know what the other one's doing. So we'll figure it out. But um, I I try to balance it, and it makes it fun, makes life fun, and... um, I'm just—I'm very lucky. I got four healthy kids, and that's—you know what—at the end of the day, that's all you can ask for.
0: Absolutely, Dan. Can't wait for tonight's opener. By the way, Pittsburgh at minus ninety-one has the worst run differential in all of baseball. So this is mm-hmm. one again where the Cardinals—they just have to do their business, take care of their business, and they'll be fine.
1: Yeah, and they've got a couple of good players. I mean, I—I I, I love uh, Reynolds. He—I uh, think he had ten hits over the weekend in their series, and then I love Key Brian Hayes. He's a great mm-hmm. defensive player. What's really interesting, though, guys, is that I think, I was looking this up, I think the Cardinals play in their final 72 games, so we're not that far away, but 13 times you're going to face the Reds. And then the final week, because of the lockout, you're going to face the Pirates, I believe, six or seven times of the final games. What are those two teams going to look like after the trade deadline? I mean, they, they've got some chips, to, to get rid of that other teams, I think, would covet. And they clearly, both teams are in a rebuild. But what are they going to look like towards the end of this season when the Cardinals, you know, are looking to pile up wins and try to hopefully advance a lead in the, the Central Division or wherever they're at but get into postseason play? It really is something to think about because roughly probably 20, 25 games remaining between the two teams. And if you dominate these and, you know, take the three out of fours and those kind of things – That should get you to where you need to be if you play okay against the rest of the league. So games like tonight are very, very important, and we'll see what Zach Thompson's got. Looking forward to seeing his start.
0: Should be fun. Dan, we'll be tuned in. Thanks so much for the time. Have a great day, and uh, we'll talk to you, obviously, privately before Father's Day, but publicly, Michelle and I both say have a great Father's Day. You too, buddy. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks. See you later. That's the great Danny Mac on Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN.
3: Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.
2: Looking for holiday gifts for less? Come to Ross and say, yeah, to making your dollar stretch on name brand toys clothes, and gifts. Get the gift of savings this holiday from Ross. Yes for less.